I've got to say, right, working up early for work on a November yeah. morning and seeing pictures of Rich in beautiful, sunny, um, wherever he is, Hoover Dam this morning. Oh, he, was, oh, he, can, he can fuck I off don't, He used to fuck off I'm, now, doesn't he? I'm making sandwiches at 6.35am <laughs> in the frigging fog. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, it, is, it was three degrees and raining this morning. And look, look at you looking at this most incredible scenery. Fuck off, Rich. Welcome to the world-famous Longstapper podcast. There you go. I've told you the name of it after last week. That's an upgrade. Um, there's your intro. I'm Adam. Um, Pat is here celebrating a Jags bye week. Best week of the yeah. year, Pat. I do love a bye week. It's <laughs> nice watching other teams being terrible and not watching my team being mediocre. It is It is great. The so many sort of mini buy after winning Thursday night football is even better. Um, you, can't, you can't bank. I can't on imagine that being in a primetime game or winning a game. So you got me on both counts there. Well, like being in the primetime game is overrated. The the quarter past one start. Nobody nobody wants that on a Thursday night. But no. all good. Um, Craig is here. Uh, not so good for your weekend watching football, I guess. But we we may discuss that. You may not want us to discuss that. Other than that, how are you? Yeah, I've been better. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm laughing at the Jets, not you know you having a cold or anything like that, which is which is much more serious. Wow. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, the other prick is here as well. <coughs> there, Mark. Hello, there he is. Um, no bye week for you, but a Bills win. Yeah, it wasn't still wasn't brilliant, but at least they didn't chuck it away in the second half this time. So that's something. There you go. Shall we start with a quiz to to get us in get us in the mood? Not that we're not in the mood. Always in the mood. Always in the mood. Um, I have got a. I say a little game. It's just a quiz. Um, you are going to have to guess the roster based on four names for each question. Uh, it could be any roster from the last fifteen years. And I've mixed mixed that up a bit. So all you have to do is is buzz in when you think you know the team. If you get the roster after one player, you'll get four points. After two players, three points, and so on. Um, if you buzz in and are incorrect, you're frozen out the question. And if you get the question right, you get the chance to get another two points by answering a bonus question. Ooh. Ooh. Well, there you go. Sounds awfully university challenge. It was a bit, but then I couldn't be asked to do three bonus questions for each. So, it's... <laughs> and also I've tweaked the format enough that if they if they come after us, um, we can we can defend ourselves. Nobody's, I mean, Jeopardy haven't come after us for using their music for six years, so I think we're probably all right. <laughs> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog hasn't hasn't gone after us yet, so we're probably all right. <laughs> It'd be bad luck if Paxman was one of your five fifty listeners. Um, yeah. yeah, closer to five than no, probably uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even true, right? First up, um, buzz in when you think you're ready. You may want to gamble, you may want to guess. Um, so, are we literally just you. you're going to say a player's name, and I'm going to shout out a team that he's played for effectively, yeah, right? If, effectively, yeah. Okay. Um, but just it will the be, team. we don't need the year, we'll do you don't need the year, but I'll. I'll 
I'll tell you the year afterwards because that might be relevant to the bonus. Well, they, that will be relevant to the bonus question. Um, obviously, the four will have been at that team in that year. And it'll, be, it'll become clear. Um, we will start with Danny Amendola. And it's a bold strategy if someone's going to guess at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then uh, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, or Janoris, as he sometimes goes by. I'm going to go for it. Mark. Go on, Mark. Patriots. Incorrect. You're frozen out. Damn it. <laughs> um, next name is Sam Bradford. Craig. Ah, bollocks. Craig was first. Rams. The Rams is correct. And for a bonus two points, who was the head coach of the 2012 St. Louis Rams that year? I don't want to say Fisher. No? Do you want to say Fisher? I don't know. Go on. I can't think. Are you saying, are you saying Jeff Fisher? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Two points. You're overthinking oh, it. Done, Craig. <laughs> I don't know why you were doubting yourself. Sometimes I it is know. the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my quiz too, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, next one. Rodney McLeod. Gardner Minshew. Darius Slay. Ah. Yes, Pat. Philadelphia Eagles. That is correct. And that is their, tw- their 2021 roster. And for a bonus two points, in what position in the NFC East did they finish? Ooh. Third. Incorrect. They finished second. So Ooh. bad luck on that. All right. Next next starter for some points. Uh, Jack Crawford, Britain's finest commentator. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. Um, Matt Flynn. Charles Woodson. Uh, yes, Mark. Raiders. Raiders is correct for two points. Well done. And that was 2013. And for a bonus two points, who was the Raiders starting quarterback at the end of that season who started nine games for them that year? Oh, that would... Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that you're aware of this now. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. <laughs> I can't possibly get away from it because you idiots. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to. I have to hurry you in the spirit of these bonus I, questions. I, 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 I can't think. No, I don't know. Uh, it was the the memorable quarterback Terrell Pryor. Wouldn't got him in a million years. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, did he move to Rome? He moved to Rome receiver, didn't he? I can't remember which way round it was, but yeah, he, I, I think he had more success at the receiver, yeah. Um, all right, next question. Justin Forsett. Antoine Bethea. Craig. Yes, Craig. Colts. Well done, that's three points. Nicely done. That was 2008. Yeah. Your bonus question. That was their first season in the brand new Lucas Oil Stadium, but what was the name of the previous dome that they played in? This is one for Nate, who's shouting me. (laughs) 
probably wrong answer. That is podcatcher. Any idea? I'm gonna say something stupid. This is the problem of. Oh fuck! No, it's not that. No, I uh, want you to say something really stupid. That's why we're here. Setting up the fuck stadium. Oh, how did you enjoy the geography quiz quiz from last week? Oh mate, unbelievable! Uh, like honestly, I knew none. <laughs> Literally zero. I thought, you, I thought you were about to say zero. You, you, you the ball. You the ball. No, no, not all. I'm a, uh, I'm, I, I get Terrell Pryor and Craig gets this. It's not fair. Yeah, I should, should, have, should have got that I one wrong, then, Mark. I should have. I should have. Yeah, I should have got that one. Uh, I can't. I can't remember it. Okay, no worries. It was the RCA dome. All right, next starter, Brad Wing, Antonio Brown, the Garrett Blunt. Ah, yes, Pat. Steelers. The Steelers is correct. It was the obvious one. And your bonus, who this was 2014, I should add. Uh, your bonus is who was the Steelers leading Russia that year? Oh, 2014. Yeah. It might be too early, but let's go left bell. It was left bell. Yeah. Mark's going to get really annoyed at this because it was like, oh, that's so easy compared to mine. Get it right then, Mark. Um, buzzing quicker. Craig, you are on seven. Mark's on two. Pat is on six. Next up, Jimmy Graham. Ooh, big Jimmy. Big Jimmy. Jimmy. He used to play basketball, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mercedes Lewis. Mark. Yes, Mark. Packers. Packers is correct. That is. Oh, two in a row you did that. That's annoying. (laughs) 2019 Green Bay Packers. All right, the bonus is who did Packers go on to lose to in the NFC Championship game that year? Was that 2019? Yeah. Um, that must have been the 49ers? That is correct. Well done. Okay, that pulls you, pulls you level with Craig. How about that? All right, next question. Mike Vrabel... <laughs> yeah, Ryan suck up. Mark. Uh, yes, Mark. Titans. Uh, no, you're frozen no. out. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, <laughs> 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 so that's Mike Brable, Ryan suck up, Matt Castle. Pat. Craig. Pat was first. Patriots. Incorrect, Craig. Damn you it. have you have this to Cars. yourself. The cards, did you say? Yeah. Uh, you're wrong as well. You're all frozen out. The fucking Chiefs, isn't it? The Chiefs, Chiefs. in 2009. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's uh, a bonus question. It's going to hit the cutting room floor. You'll never know what it was. Wow. Okay. Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. Don't worry. It's basically where did Jamal Charles finish his career? Um, <laughs> Matthew Bosher. Tony Gonzalez. Michael Turner. Mark. Yes, Mark. Charges. Incorrect. You're frozen out. Craig. Craig. Falcons. Falcons is correct. Well done for two points. <clears throat> in 2011. And who beat the Falcons in the playoffs by the excellent scoreline of 24 to 2? Oof. <laughs> Might be 
a one in 15 guess. Saints. Saints is incorrect. Bad luck. That was the New York Giants. Uh, I, I, rem- I remember the Falcons taking the lead with that safety. Didn't go well for them after that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Frank Gore. I want someone to get. I want someone to get four points at some point, but maybe that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Go on, Mark. Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> no. Shabby, <laughs> spawny little prick. <laughs> All right, your bonus. <laughs> that was tw- there was a 2018 roster. Could you tell? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you didn't play many games for him. I don't know. <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right, what all-time NFL record was set in their Week One game that year against the Titans? Um, was it? I remember this was the game that lasted forever because of weather. Yeah, you're bang on. It was the longest ever game that lasted seven hours eight minutes due to yeah. thunder and lightning and danger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. I think you're in the lead. Yeah, you're on 13. Craig's on nine. Pat is on six. Christ okay. knows how I'm. <laughs> I mean, that was, I'd say, incredible skill, but that would be a lie. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Come on. Someone else is going to get four points. I'm, I'm baiting you. Deshaun Jackson. Craig. Yeah, yeah go on, Craig. Yeah, he's in. Go on, Craig. You can't think. Of, you can't sit there thinking about. Say it. the one you want to say, Craig. <laughs> Eagles. Incorrect. Bad luck. Ah, that's where I'd have gone. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish I could have fixed this. But, um, Pat. Uh, yes, Pat. Washington Redactants. <laughs> you are correct for four yes. points. Yeah. <laughs> and your bonus question. It was 2015. Which future NFL head coach was? the redacted offensive coordinator. Oh. Brilliant. Guess I coach. Ron Rivera. Sean McVay, I think. Incorrect. It was Sean McVay, but no points, unfortunately, for you, Mark. Well, I say unfortunately. I don't mean that. Um, (laughs) All right. Anquan Bolden. Craig. (laughs) Yes, Craig. I love love how this has started. Niners. Uh, Bad luck. Mark, did you buzz? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Ravens. Correct. (laughs) In fact, waiting for someone else to buzz just improves your odds. No end if you can time it, doesn't it? Yeah, I fucked up there. I should have done that. (laughs) All right. Um, Actually, you're getting this too early. Slightly spoils this. Um, That was the 2010 Baltimore Ravens. The other names were going to be Joe Flacco, TJ Hushmanzada, and Haloni Ignata. Nice. Um, but your bonus is spell Hushmanzada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, that's wrong. No. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't have the slightest clue. It's um, H O. So far, so good. Um, U S. Yeah. H. Yeah. M man, M A N. Yeah. Man. Zada. Z. No, bad luck. <laughs> There's a D in there. There's another D. M A N D Z A D E H. Okay, next up. 
Um, nearing the end of this, Brock Osweiler. Pat. Oh, big Brock. Yes, Pat. Denver Broncos. Bad luck, you are frozen out. Brock Osweiler. And Vince Wilfork. Craig. Really? Craig. Yes, Craig. Oh, I want to say Pat's, but I don't remember Brock being there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not the Pats, bad luck. Not. Mark? Um, is this not the. It was on, like, Vince Wilfork turned up in the overalls on um, the NFL, like the draft thing. Texans? It is the Texans, it yeah. That's three points. And your bonus. Who was the Raiders quarterback who started against them in the playoffs that year, which was 2016? Carr? No, no. He was he was injured. It was the battle of the Goliaths, and it, it was Connor Cook. That's right. Wow, God. Yeah. All right, Pat's on 10 points, Craig's on nine. Mark, you are on 20. Bloody hell, how did that happen? Ugh, right. no idea. Dante Pettis. Cairo Santos. Pat. Yes, Pat. Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's correct. Three points. Yeah. And it's this year's roster. And your Ooh. bonus question is, what is the Bears' current win-loss record? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what week I, gen- I genu- genuinely sympathise. That is a horrible... <laughs> a horrible <laughs> Three record. and six. Three and six... Do you know, it's not in the rules, but I'm taking a point off because no teams have played nine games. Um, we're about to start week 12 in the NFL. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a terrible answer on many levels. The Bears are three and eight. Oh, I got the three right. Fuck you. Well, it's my quiz, my rules. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mark's going to win anyway. Right. Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, Mark. Vikings. No, you're frozen out. Tre- Trenton Cannon. Great name. <laughs> um, F.A. Abada. Curtis Samuel. Pat. Craig. Pat was first. Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the 2020 Panthers. Your bonus. Teddy Bridgewater started 15 games, but who started the other one? PJ Walker. Yeah, that's correct. Two points to you. Um, I'm going to call it quits there because none of you can... I don't know. Do you know what? I'm not. Because you can mathematically catch Mark. Mark's on 20. You're on 15. Craig's on nine. Um, I think you know what you've got to do. Last question. Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Pat. (laughs) Yes, Pat. Please get it right. Minnesota Vikings. No, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Craig. Go on, Craig. Saints. No. Oh, the other prick's going to have this to himself and bask in his glory. Are you going to have a guess for four points? Lions. No, it's Cardinals. 2017 Cardinals. Um, but doesn't matter. You get some music. Well played. Thanks, Thank you. Another great quiz, by the way. Yeah, good format. Like that. Yeah, that was good. I see Craig has just stormed off in disgust. Standard. (laughs) 
it lends itself to fixing it if you if there's someone you want to win. But I mean, I'm clearly very bad at that because because you, you won, this, won this quiz. I didn't want you to win. <laughs> I'm not sure I wanted any of you to win, really. But you know how it goes. Um, yeah. Well, well done. And that. Well, the first the first four pointer guess sort of uh, <laughs> sort of helped there with the Dolphins, which is unbelievable. I'm very happy with that answer. Right. I very nearly said the Bills, but then uh, changed at the last <laughs> second. No, none of your none of your teams came up in this format, as it turned out. No. Right. Shall we do some one sentence reviews? Yes. Okay. I mean, to. yeah, we've presumably we've all written them, so we might as well read them out. Here we go. Looking back at week eleven or week yeah week eleven, <clears throat> I know that because the Bears are three and eight. Um, <laughs> Tennessee twenty seven, Green Bay seventeen. Everyone conspiring to let the Titans win the division continues. <laughs> it's not much of a clever conspiracy. Um, Chicago 24, Atlanta 27. A late co-field goal is enough to lift the still vaguely relevant Falcons past the Bears, but lose Kyle Pitts for the season in the process. Co-field goal, okay. Um, Cleveland 23, Buffalo 31. If you're a bit too shit to deal with a few flakes of snow, better move it indoors. Pathetic. Philadelphia 17, <laughs> Indianapolis 16. Really unspectacular, unspectacular, but still good enough to get the W. Criticism seems to be a lack of glamour in some of these wins, with some calling them paper tiger. I'm inclined to believe they have levels to reach. Yeah, I think so too. New York Jets 3, New England 10. Offense in very short supply is an 84-yard punt return with seconds left. Is more yards than Zach Wilson can manage in the whole game. But he's not letting anyone down. According to him. Yeah. <laughs> LA Rams 20, New Orleans 27. Andy Dalton rolled back the years on some of those throws. And holy cow, the, wall, the wheels have fallen off for the Rams. Are we ever going to talk about a quarterback? His name isn't Bruno. I mean, he literally got injured, which, anyway. Um, <laughs> Detroit 31, New York Giants 18. Oh, there's the real Giants. Welcome back, lads. Uh, Carolina 3, Baltimore 13. A game that most thought would be a Ravens easy victory turned into a turgid offensive struggle, culminating in three Panthers turnovers late in the game. Washington 23, Houston 10. I know it's only Houston, but the Commanders have got a good thing going at the moment with Heineke, who's absolutely maximising his talent right now. Las Vegas 22, Denver 16. This one was absolutely as bad as everyone expected pre-match. Quite entertaining at the end, though. Um, Dallas 40, Minnesota 3. The Vikings' seven-game win streak is emphatically over, and perhaps this is more the Vikings team that we expected to see this season. Cincinnati 37, Pittsburgh 30. Really weird seeing Kenny Pickett laughing and joking all game with the D lineman trying to batter him. Maybe this is how the future of divisional matchups is going to be. Kansas City 30, LA Chargers 27. The Chargers and Chiefs went toe to toe till the Chargers bottled it in classic Chargers fashion. And finally, San Francisco 38, Arizona 10. Card utterly lifeless with, with Kyler down. As a Jets fan, Jimmy G has never looked so damn good. I, I tell you what, he didn't. He never looked better than that shot of him entering the stadium, followed by um, Colt McCoy entering the stadium. That was a man with confidence, wasn't it? That was <laughs> Absolutely a man with confidence. was. 
Um, did anyone know? <clears throat> maybe this was just me. I started watching this game in forty in the morning. <clears throat> Sat down, got my breakfast, stuck it on. I was like, "It's raining." It never rains in Phoenix, Glendale. It, it was all raining. Wasn't it? In the, it's it was it's raining in the desert. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's going on? They, hang on, they've got the roof open. <clears throat> what? This is really weird. I've never ever seen rain in Arizona in in a football game. It took me until partway into the second quarter to realise that game was in Mexico. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> when they said, "Oh, they're having to acclimatise to the altitude," do they? Oh, <laughs> there we go. so loud for San Francisco as well. Maybe obviously we're not we're not in Mexico, so we're not getting targeted advertising. But did they market it really poorly, or was it just me that missed it completely? I don't think it was marketed much over here. Um, no, no. But yes, it was. Up until you started watching it, and they—I had no idea that it was there. Up until I started watching the the game, <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was an absolute battering. The the cards just laid down in the end. Yeah, that some of that tackling towards towards the end. Um, but I do I do want to talk. I do want to say two things about this game. One, Jimmy G's listening to the pod because I didn't see a single one of those stupid fake throws after handing the ball off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and two, speaking of hang, handing the ball off, Brock Purdy, if you don't know who that is, he's the backup's backup that came in late in the game because the 49ers were way ahead. Um, did you see him try and hand the ball off to the running back the wrong side? Yes, yep. that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that and it's a sign of how the cards was playing, that he tried to hand it off to the wrong side and then kept it and ran for eight yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but I'll, t- I'll tell you what. St- staying in that division, Craig, should we give you your wish? Let's talk about the quarterback. That one, you know, the the one that you'd love to hate, who's only played half a game in the last two weeks. But the the Rams have become a shadow of their former selves. Um, I don't think necessarily that the quarterback is the reason for that. Um, I'm not saying he's playing well, especially not the last two games. It's not especially not the last two games when he. I mean, he played some of he played some of the Saints game, obviously. Not much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, not much of it. But yeah. well, he he had eighteen he had eighteen attempts, eleven of which were completions, and threw two touchdowns. So um, he he probably wasn't the problem. No, no. But at, at, at that said, he's not been he's not been as Mate, good. He's, but been, he's been shocking. Shocking, especially There's, in the last two games. No, it, <laughs> from 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 week one, I personally have whatever in it. You 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 can love the man. <clears throat> I just think it's crazy that like don't get me wrong. Fine, injuries are a part of the game, but I think we've seen his flaws this year and the missed throws, poor command of offense. I just don't know how he gets away with it personally, given that you know, look how much credit and plaudits McVeigh gets for scheme and how he supports quarterback. I don't know, man. I, don't know. I, I see I, it, I I, it as as won't surprise you. I see this differently. I see this as they are they've lost so many of their pieces, even from a year ago. Uh, we we all know the strategy of 
giving up the house to get as many players on short-term massive deals in as possible to win a Super Bowl, and they did. And now they're seeing the the downside of the the other side of that mountain, and they're not going to have any draft picks for about the next 17 years. So it's going to be tough for them. But I've, I see Matt, Matt Stafford as... Uh, he He's always been like this gunslinger. He's always erred on the side of, if in doubt, chuck it up there. Um, I and don't when, know why he's called that. Uh, like, sorry, carry on. But I think when... Like, the, like the, that Brett Favre sort of style of play. Um, but he, like, when he's got all the weapons there, when he's got his elite receivers, when he had Megatron at the Lions, and when he had um, the you know, Cooper Cup firing Robert Woods, those receivers that they had last year, um, it was it was working. And he'll get success because they're, they're getting open and they're the type of receivers that can make plays. You could chuck those 50-50 balls up and they'll, they'll make plays for you. Uh, but when he doesn't have that, he he will take he will still take risks. He will err on the side of forcing something that maybe isn't there, rather than perhaps a smart play. And so I think you see, you've got you've got to kind of if you want that glory, you've got to accept that you'll get the bad stuff as well with with him. Um, and yeah, we've we've seen more than that. Um, I don't. I mean, they've they've got other other issues. Obviously, as as I've said, and their their roster, Sean McVay is still Sean McVay, uh, but it's they're they're struggling, and they're, I think they're going to continue to struggle even if he is back. And obviously, with Wolford, they had someone else play came in against the Saints, didn't they? Um, but they Wolf, yeah, because Wolford was also injured. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's it's not ideal, but they they obviously look significantly worse when that happens and Stafford goes out the game but yeah but I, I, hear, I hear what you, you're saying we've been arguing about this for six years since we've been doing the pod pretty much haven't we <laughs> it was nice to see Alan Robinson finally getting some targets with Stafford out if nothing else and uh, but it seems fairly dysfunctional there behind the scenes they ignored Cam Akers for ages he came in against the Saints and had a half decent showing they've just cut Daryl Henderson which is Baffling, he's basically their RB2. Have they? He wasn't, oh, I missed yeah. that. But, well, it happened while you were reading the introduction, so uh, I don't know. Okay, you. okay. I um, say reading, while you were making the introduction. Reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prepared this <laughs> lengthy spiel about, like we used to. Um, catch us on Twitter at Long Snap Pod and on Facebook. And um, <laughs> Russ still does that from all over, doesn't he? Like, it's just. Um, that little little spiel that's obviously entirely in his head, um, but you know, we don't need to do that. Part of the cl- conglomerate. I wrote down BP for the quarterback who came in. That's not helpful. It's Bryce Perkins, isn't it? Yeah, it's not Brock Purdy. That was the guy who came in for the 49ers. Very unhelpful. <laughs> just just it's not like Byron the Pringle either. Basically, the same as when you did the one centers previews when I wasn't here and wrote down all those. Uh, abbreviations like CB for <laughs> Cleveland Browns or Chicago Bears. Especially. Or... <laughs> Wait, that, that, certainly, that was hard. <laughs> I know my own shorthand. That was fine for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can read your own ad writing, I guess. Uh, I'm about the only one. But yeah, the Rams ain't going to 
defend their title, I think is what we're what we're saying. And whether whether it's Matt Stafford's fault or whether it's other things or a combination of the two, it's it's not happening for them. Um, I don't, this 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 game certainly wasn't Matt Stafford's fault. Um, yeah, but okay. <laughs> but he, no, he, had a, he had a QB rating of 129 when he was in the game. Whatever. So if there's things going wrong with the Rams, it's beyond the quarterback, and it, he, he's not been, he's not played particularly well this year. Um, but I think their problems run a lot deeper. I don't think Sean McVay comes out of this season with much credit. Um, I, I think that the like you said, they went all in to win a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. They probably don't even care that they're not doing particularly well this year. <laughs> yeah. If if that's if that's what you do as a if if you're if you're a fan of a team. And they do that. I mean, Mark, Pat, you get well, Craig in your lifetime as well. None of us can relate to what it's like to to have a, a team win a Super Bowl. So <clears throat> I don't know if you're if you're happy as a Rams fan, you probably should be because that's what's happened. But it's not much fun coming down the other side of that mountain, is it? And whether you've got they've got no prospects of things improving, really, unless they get really lucky <laughs> with certain moves. Um, which which they may, but yeah, I don't know it, if I'd enjoy that type of success. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. I don't I don't know if I'd like to. I'd like I'd love to find out. <laughs> Speaking for the multiple people on this podcast who've never won a Super Bowl with their their team, um, I I don't know it, the idea of winning one. It, I'm I am I'm borderline on. I don't care what it costs. <laughs> just to just to win one in my lifetime. Yeah. It's like as as I mean, you're going to be in a similar boat for the next few few seasons. You may you may get a bring or two out of it. I don't know, but like we've as the Titans, we've been we've had a winning record. I think five, six, yeah, six years in a row, something like that, in the playoffs most seasons in that time, and it, that's that's great. But you sort of. Like you want that, you want that Super Bowl, you want that big, that big prize, obviously. But would you trade being consistently good for 10, 15 years for just once, just like one Super Bowl? It's I I, I, I would. My and issue then, is a longevity of like competing so much. Mine is how you do it. Like, I don't like the idea of but I don't know, is that when I say it out loud, it sounds silly, but I don't like the idea. Almost like throwing money at it, except it's or, yeah, or, or yeah, cheating. Exactly. It's like taking a loan out. To I could never support City. It. I could never. Do you know what I'm saying? I could, it, it just you got. It's got to be done in a certain way. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do really. I really would like to win a Super Bowl. Because what's the and what's as we've the, established, like, winning a Super Bowl is hard. Yeah. Like it's it's quite, yeah, a little bit. Like the bills could be good now for the next ten years and still not win one, and then the team ends up going shit anyway. So would you rather not win one, and maybe go be shit five years sooner? Imagine if the bills basically do exactly what they did in the nineties, and like oh, God, lose lose four Super Bowls in a row again. Don't I just it would I mean it would <laughs> I just I can't bear thinking about that Adam. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I just can't. Thank you for and the talk from the podcast. And like the early nineties, they'd all get progressively worse as well. 
Well, there was there were a couple that yeah. You know, the first one was Scott Norwood. Obviously, you should have won. Yeah. Um, the... Let's not talk about this. Let's move. Uh, on let's have a deep deep dive into. Let's this. not do a deep dive into the Bills Super Bowl defeats. Like no no no. Let's let's, let's rank them from <laughs> most to least heartbreaking. No. <laughs> This oh. is the cruelest segment we've ever had. <laughs> no. it? It's barely a segment. It's barely a segment. I'll tell you what, I have, we have one talking point on the WhatsApp and you provided it, Pat. So let's go there. Um, the NFC East. What the what the hell are we doing? Um, the NFC East. Who wins the NFC East? And is that the, is the team from that division? Is I can't even read. That's all Do I want me to read. Only th- yes, please. Or just say it. because Just I say it. it. So... There's two questions about this division that's gone absolutely crazy. Who wins it, given the Eagles are stuttering and the Giants are stuttering, again, the Cowboys seem to be on fire? And is the team that wins it the team that gets the furthest in the playoffs? Or is someone going to stumble over the line and then get trounced by the team who finishes second or whatever? I tried to look at the fixtures and go through, and I ended up having the Eagles finishing 14-3 and three at the top, the Cowboys 13-4 and four second, and the Giants and the Commanders, both on nine and eight, joint third. So I see the Eagles staying top, but the way the two of them are playing now, I can see the Cowboys going deeper into the playoffs. That Cowboys performance in Minnesota was special. Like that was that was an absolute beatdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't I don't think it was the Vikings shitting the bed particularly. But they were like, they were just they were just Dak, battered. Dak was incredible in this game, absolutely on fire. And like they seemed um, to, and like they they managed to find Zeke from six years ago, and like everything just seemed to uh, click. It's uh, it, mate. It's not Zeke. It's Tony Pollard is the guy there. He's yeah yeah unreal. yeah. But real Zeke Zeke can trundle in from a couple of yards out all he likes to give him a couple of scores, and Jerry Jones will think it's brilliant. But Tony Pollard, almost as if from nowhere, is one of the best running backs in the league at the moment. He's playing so well. And he probably is delighted that he's do almost doing it under the radar. He's certainly, in terms of value, he's the best superstar running back in the league. Um, if they can keep him keep him rolling as he is, keep CeeDee Lamb happy, and if Dak plays like that, that defence is as good as anybody's in the league. Um, see, when, see, when the so offence clicks, when the offence clicks, see. they're brilliant. Zeke makes some plays. But yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it, it it's one of those that when both of them are on the field, not necessarily at the same time, or both of them are playing in a game, it adds value. It, like it makes Puller better. Like it just it, it just elevates them. It elevates them. And well, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott rushes for just over two and a half yards a carry. Tony Pollard rushes for over five yards a carry. Well, he's probably getting. Guy's amazing. He's yeah. amazing. And and like he was also their best receiver in this game, um, six ca- six catches for 109 yards and two touchdowns. He's he's brilliant, and he he improves any team at the moment. We had two he had two big touchdowns in the yeah. It's just yeah. Um, it felt like the big difference for the Cowboys for me in this one was Micah Parsons back being noticeable because it looked like he was playing half fit two three weeks ago. Maybe he was pretty anonymous, and then suddenly in this one. They sat Stafford. That's no, that strip. That, that strip sack. He just crept up. Kirk Cousins didn't even know he was there. They, they sat, sat Cousins about seven or eight times. It was ridiculous. He was always under pressure. It wasn't his best game either way. But 
it wasn't like he had time most of the time to do anything. He was getting slammed by him and Demarcus Lawrence. It was all over the place. And the pressure they were getting was a lot from Parsons around the edge. He was very good in this one. Yeah. Is you mentioned Pat the study that you think the Eagles are gonna win the division. I would agree. Um despite sort of their less convincing performance. I I think like Craig, you you alluded to it in your in your one sentence preview that like they that, they have another gear, and I think I agree. That's the team I'm looking at. I I think the uh the slack in the Vikings took it's it, it's it's difficult to almost come to a conclusion because it, it was such an un-Vikings like performance, right? Outside of still being able to find Justin Jefferson at times, nothing else worked, which is which is strange for the Vikings because they're kind of at the you know a steady any they can do most things quite well. So weird, maybe just a bad day. I just I think a like... really, really good day for the Cowboys on both sides of the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good day, good day for the Cowboys. Maybe not a great day for the Vikings. I think with the Eagles, though, we're seeing them get wins when things don't go their way, when things aren't perfect. They might have moments in the game, but rarely do they put it together four quarters. And it doesn't feel like a team that's about to fall apart. It feels like a team that's about to get it right. I mean, they've still got so much to get out of the likes of Devontae Smith, who's a fantastic receiver. Uh, they don't get nearly enough out of... They've got like two or three good running backs there, man. They, they, well, that, got... that's, that was, that's been the... I think if they have had a problem offensively, it's, it's the running game. And if... <clears throat> Yeah, if that doesn't quiet fire, I think it puts. I think that, I do. There are times where you do see it work, and I, I, I just think it will. It feels like it will come, um, and I, I do think. I think Jalen Hurts is 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 a very very good quarterback. I don't know. I, I feel like they've still got more to find. We said a week ago that. Like um, we haven't really feel well. It's, it's probably factually incorrect, but just my just our impression. I think we all agreed that we hadn't really seen Hertz win like a big game with that was close um, and put it on his back. Like a lot of the Eagles' wins have been quite convincing, and like they've played they've played weaker opposition and so on. Um, but I'm not saying the Colts the Colts game was a must win. Uh, but it it was one that they should win. You felt, but they were up against it. They were, I think they were ten ten points down, and they had that fourth quarter drive, and he, it felt like he did put the the game on his back, and like to yeah, ru- a rushing touchdown on third and goal was it like third and sort of seven or eight eight yards, and you've yeah you've got you've got two shots at the end zone here, and he just sees he just sees a gap and takes it, and that's putting the game on your back. And that that whole drive and that the pressure pressure is on there and that's a, that's the sort of game they that would have hurt them losing in Indy with the circus of of Jeff Saturday and everything everything that's that's <laughs> gone on there maybe it was a bad time to play them but yeah that 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 felt big to to win ugly 
and you you get those those kind of wins are, are everything. I mean, the thing about it for me is it's not a win that makes you more confident of future wins. It's a win that looks like a team that struggled over the line, but if they play someone good, they might not have, and they might be in trouble going forward. So that's what makes me think that the Cowboys seem to be on a much more upward trajectory and are more likely to go deeper into the postseason, but you know, time will tell. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the Cowboys have got a higher ceiling as a team. Um, I think they've got um, other than the secondary, I think they've got a better a, a better defense than the Eagles. Um, I think they've got a better run game than the Eagles. Offensive offensive weapons probably similar, but wide out. I just uh, the Eagles probably shave it shade it purely because they've got the two game head start on them. If we're judging it from right now, from yeah. who wins the the NFC East? But yeah, personally, I think I like the, the NFL this year is weird how you can get the Cowboys with that performance this week off the back of shitting the bed against the Packers the week before it just do- it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. it seems to go out the window more this year than I can remember it going out the window but mm. I do think that if when they get it right the Cowboys are a really a sneaky really really good side and I, I would agree with you Pat I think that they from from the NFC East teams they're the one that would go further in the playoffs I think I probably agree on on most counts with the fact that the Eagles will win the division and the Cowboys might go further. Um, I don't. I always. I'm always a bit reluctant to overreact and in any given week from what I what I see. I'm trying. You try and factor in other things. Like you, you can spin a tough win for the Eagles against a, an average team. You could sometimes spin it either way. You could say, well they'll get unstuck against someone better. But at the same time, they managed to find a way to get over the line with yeah. adversity. So you, you could look at it, you could look at positives and, ne- and negatives with that. Um, it's funny how it's like, a, I was, we're talking about, well, right, we will talk about Mahomes. Everyone's talking about Mahomes, uh, best, best player in the league right now. The way he won the game against Tennessee, won the follow, you know, following week, um, that, win against the Chargers Sunday night, you watch those performances from Mahomes and you're watching it like that, that drive against the Chargers. I'm like, well, the Chargers scored too early. Kansas City are going to win this. <laughs> and so, and so it proved because you just, it's you crazy. just have confidence. And I'm watching the Eagles thinking the opposite. I'm watching Hurts and the Eagles. And it's probably unfair because it just, because I haven't seen them do it. Yeah. Because you see Mahomes do it so many times. You just expect it. And like you, that it was almost even easier for the for the Chiefs with a oh he'll just find Kelsey and Kelsey and get in the end zone and so it proved, um, but the Eagles have got to find their they're not used to doing it so they've got to find the make their own way, um, yeah. figure out who the who the big playmakers are for themselves and uh, some of it's obvious but you know, you've 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 got to establish that and convince your fans and convince the world that that's that's what you do. So yeah, I, I kind of. It was a difficult win for them, but yeah, they will always have. Well, yeah, we haven't seen them do it in the big, in the big moments in the playoffs, and we won't because you know, they haven't been there. But I trust the likes of Kansas City a lot more when they get there. Um, and maybe, yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe even Dallas. Which is odd, considering they've also not been there and done it in the playoff. When's the last time they won a playoff game? Mid nineties. 
Oh, that made no f- Dak's been to the playoffs, hasn't he? Is that, yeah, he's they obviously didn't win. They, they didn't win. They didn't though. win. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's been that long since the Cowboys won a playoff game. It was it, like literally decades ago. And it, but you're right. I've I do. So have, maybe the, ex- the experience full stop. Maybe, but maybe. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I. I would agree. I. I. I don't. And I don't really know why. I just have, would have more confidence in the Cowboys against those tougher teams that you'll get there to to pull one out and, and go further than the Eagles. But I've, I've got no real evidence to back that up. But we saw that we saw the Bengals a year ago defy all these similar expectations and reservations. Yeah. You know, they they believed in themselves and just, just kept winning. Yeah. Um, and that can happen. Yeah. And that's the 49ers this year. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. <laughs> It's weird, like how assured Jimmy looks at the moment. It, that, that'll happen when you suddenly get a Christian McCaffrey to play with. It, yeah, he's got, he's got he's got a team full of team people who can break four tackles and get fifty yards before they get he's down. Not Kittle and Debo to do. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, you know, do you know what? It, it, like he didn't play badly in this game by any stretch of the imagination, but the pieces that they've assembled around him, it sure it bloody does not make life easy. Yeah. Mm. The the way that the like the Brandon Ayuk touchdown, it's a lot of a lot of play design and loved it. But I mean, fuck me, how easy could the Cardinals make that for them? It's like they like they invited him into the end zone almost. It's like it's like the card said we can't cover everyone. So they already agreed. <laughs> yeah, it's not bother. <laughs> well, don't even bother tackling either. That's fine. Yeah. We, uh, we, he wasn't one of the ones we agreed to tackle, so yeah. let's just not bother even though he's got the ball. <laughs> I see I see it with, obviously, with the Titans, with Derek Henry, uh, every other week. You'll see, like, it's you know, the, the business decision, in inverted commas, of like a a, yeah, a, no. a a DB just thinking, do do I hurt myself or do I let him score? I'll let him score. Um, Jair Alexander for the Packers was this week's business decision. Um, but yeah, there've been there've been so many, but there were definitely one or two of those with the, you know, someone the size of Kittle. I, yeah, I find no. it it's hard to blame them. I'm not, I'm not sure what I do. He looks so happy running down the sideline as well. I don't want to interrupt that. <laughs> just go ahead. You're talking about Mahomes' charges, and it's funny how some two-minute drills look effortless and they just move down the field with absolute ease, and some of them look like an absolute panic. And I've seen the same as what Herbert did from Lawrence before now, where it's like, you've got three timeouts, so use all four of your downs. And on second and ten, they go, oh, my God, ah, throw a horrible interception. You're like, you had time, calm, calmness. 30 seconds is ages with three timeouts. Just use the time and the downs that you've got. You see that so often, though. And it, it, that, that's where the greats really shine. And yeah. Herbert, Herbert may become that. Uh, but that, that's, those things come with ex- experience. I think like you, you don't, yeah, you don't see Mahomes doing that in that situation. 30 seconds is nothing to him anyway, as we know. Uh, but it doesn't, it's, oh, it's yeah, panic is exactly the word. Panic is exactly the word. And it's like the clock does that. Um, yeah. But not if you're that good. They're just inevitable. There was mm, no mm. doubt in my mind that, that they were going to win that game. At any stage, even when the the charges were, were for large portions, 
playing better than them. And the Chiefs seem to do that this year. They they let teams get slight leads. They they allow other teams to hang around in games, but then they just go and win it. And it must be so annoying to work so hard to stay in a game like that, to stay within a score, and to yeah. get the ball back. You've got what? I've got seventy-five yards to go. I've got thirty-one seconds. I've got three timeouts. We've got a real chance of taking this in our home stadium in front of all our fans. Oh, no, we haven't. We've done two downs and they've ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think there was a time like we used to talk about it where one minute the Chiefs would look just unbelievable, almost Harlem Globetrotter-esque and the next you'd see their offence stall and it would be like what? And like I, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen at all but it happens less. Like yeah, this yeah. guy, you know what I'm saying? Like it happened. There was a period where now and again that offense just couldn't get going, but it don't happen that frequently anymore. He's I I I know there's recency bias, but I think if you look at him, there's a legit argument to say he is the best ever, even if you're only gonna do it for the first four years. Like I think if you do it for the first four years, it's not even close. What's like, what's uh, their what's their record? They've lost twice this year. Is it maybe just yeah? But they they always I seem to go this, on a tear from this point, don't they? Like, heard, they don't I lose heard, in December. Yeah, I heard it November the other day. He's never November lost and December and November and December game. What are you yeah, it's probably about, about six and two. I, I did mean, that. Did that was about? in my head. I hoped you'd buy it. So thank you. <laughs> they, they're, they're eight. They're eight and two. They've also <laughs> never. He's also never lost a an away game to an an AFC West opponent. What are you talking about? Ever come off of it? Like this is what I'm saying. The guy is. It's un. If you watch what he does, it's unreal. It's 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 it is almost like playing a different game. It's, there's there's nothing like it. It's fantastic. He's brilliant. He's so good yeah. for the game as well. Has, so, have they already so underachieved by not winning the Super Bowl every single year since he's been in the league? Does that sound? Uh, that sound might sound that's a weird thing. Stand, no, but that's the standard, right? He is that good, and they haven't been that far away. No, it's, no, no. It's, but it's they haven't. Madness. Like they've slipped up a couple of times. They lost to the Bengals last year. Um, they yeah, did they win it the year before that? Or but they've yeah, they've lost a couple of times in the playoffs and. They lost it. There was the was it there the Rams the one that they lost the dreadful Super Bowl was that the Rams or was that the that was the Patriots no, was the wasn't Patriots it? Losing the Patriots the Patriots beat the dreadful Rams. dreadful Super Bowl where they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, but it it that was a maybe, maybe it's just, in that game. It wouldn't shock me if the Chiefs win like four or five Super Bowls in a row. It really wouldn't. No, no, no. no. Yeah, um, and they're they're like I hate to say I hate to compare to. That the early two thousands with New England and Tom Brady, but it feels like you could, like it didn't matter who Brady had a receiver or running back or tight end, it didn't matter. But yeah, they had Randy, Randy Moss for a bit, and they had Gronk for a bit. They had superstars, but they didn't always have superstars, and they were they were never far away. And it's, it's actually like when you put it that way, it's stupid, isn't it? That incredible quarterback with you know really really good head coach amazing tight end that they both have got um have had superstar wide receivers but then lost them and still continue to be good so mm. for randy mossy tyreek hill um actually it's yeah it's a little bit concerning that 
they might be that similar and they'll be good for that long. Yeah, if Isaiah Pacheco is as good as he's looked in his early outings, yeah. that added dimension really helps them as well because that was yeah. definitely a lack and it's something that helps your offense on its down days if you can fall back to that and you know give people an extra concern as if they need any extra concerns. I've Sky never seen Sky Moore look quite a good pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. They at least they at least feel like more like Obi-Wan and Luke, whereas <laughs> Bill was very much Sidious and Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> this feels like a yeah, true. This, this is this is the way we should be doing it. Yeah. Like, the force <laughs> is strong with him. He's the one. <laughs> Can we talk <laughs> about that bring balance? Let's talk about Zach Wilson. Uh, that, that'd be fun. He will certainly not bring fucking balance. I'll tell you that much for free, mate. Is is it all? Was that all him? No, not, not according to him. No, forget, forget, forget according to him. According to <laughs> according to someone who knows what they're talking about. Was that all him? Talk of talk about dig your own grave. Like it's one thing to play shitty football for. Oh, yeah. Well, we all what we what, all... what a point to what a point to lose him. <laughs> Zach Wilson's got his internet to stop him uh, yeah, saying heard. anything slanderous. He's got more control over Craig's internet than he does of the football. Oh Jesus! That screen pass. How do you throw a screen pass that far away from your wide open receiver? It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. I'm back. My Good. bad. <laughs> uh, so I don't know where I got to, but you went. You went. Ooh, and that was where we lost you. <laughs> great, that great accent. Great, great accent <laughs> as ever. Uh, um, the, th- the thing is, the thing that makes it so much worse is Fucking it's not just then. this... <laughs> 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 it's not just this game. Like, he's been shit, or at least shitty, for weeks, and he's been bailed out by the defence, bailed out by big plays. To come out and play shitty and then have a stink face attitude in your presser. Like, go home. Like, what are you talking... Like, it, it couldn't have... It couldn't have been worse. Uh, and, like, up until... before uh, During the game, as bad as he was, you have to question the play calling. We have time to prepare. We know this uh, uh, defence. We know this opposition. Like... We've seen what's worked with Zach, and that is a fast-moving offense, screens, uh, outside runs, sweeps, short passes to set up a play action. That works for Zach. We didn't see any of that. So I'm not saying it's just on Zach, but there were pro throws that he is absolutely 100% expected to make that he missed time and time again and again it's not just this weekend it's been for weeks have you said, if, like, you're, if you're missing if you're missing screens you know that that kind yeah, of thing exactly if, what are you talking about it's, it's it's bullshit and i love what salah said salah has handled himself well so 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 well for his whole time at the jets i i'm not i'm actually not out on him i'm not saying he's done but well, that, it, boy that, that's... Ride, that boy can ride the bench for a while. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, are they, they going to pull? Are they going to make a change? Yeah, why fucking not? He's been shit. You, you, why not? You've had you. We've given you everything. 
we've given you everything. We've been patient. We've supported you through injury. The production has not worked. This is a contract. There is an expectation. You are not meeting it. We 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 have to do what's best for the organization. I'm not saying that he's done. He's got to show a lot. A lot has to happen. But I we need to be pragmatic. And this guy's not doing it. Yeah, you clearly need an attitude adjustment and you need to show the capability to acknowledge your mistakes, learn from them and improve. And that's not what you see when you see that sort of attitude to that sort of question. That, that attitude, it just shortens the leash, doesn't it? Like if Maybe get that's just... punched up, bruv. I swear to God, I'll give you one backhand in the, in the locker room for talking that shit. That would really wind me up. I don't <laughs> well, like that. You can see that Source Garden has already liked tweets where it's from other people criticising the quarterback. Um, which is, <laughs> He's not the only one. It's hard, not it's hard one. not to blame him. Happen. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's hard. And I think that if you're if you're Source Gardner or someone who's performing well in the defence, you kind of let it slide if he comes out in the press conference and he's like, look, this is on me. I, I, you can't win a game when your quarterback plays as shit as that. <laughs> um, I, I've got to be better. Um, the the defence defense and special teams are playing incredibly well and I'm letting the side down. It's such an easy answer. And yet, for some reason, and I don't know, what, it's just what looks like the arrogance of the guy, the fact that he was so quick to dismiss that question and be like, no, I'm not letting anyone who, who was it? Who was, there was someone else, like, just as if to exactly exacerbate this. Another QB in the league this week or last week came out and sort of apologised publicly to his defence or thanked his defence for bailing him out. And I can't... In my head, it's so, it, it's not Mariota. Mariota's the sort of guy that would do that might do that, but it's some some somebody of that ilk whose whose defense just stepped up. I mean, exactly what Zach Wilson should have been doing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but there, are ways, the... there are ways of doing it with it. You don't want to appear weak. I get that, but you know, it, you've got to be real. You've got to own it. And well, is... you look at what Josh Allen said after the game against the Vikings. He said it's it's tough to win when you quarterback plays shit. Because <laughs> he knew he had, and it's—I I don't think that's a difficult question to answer. And I know that that's something that you've got to learn. And he's no, that's the point. This is not day one. And no, no, you, you're right. We just but... we and we've all just said it. It's not a hard answer. I've got to do better. He didn't. He didn't even have to say I've got to do better. That's it. I've got to do better. That would be the end of it. Our I'd defense, our defense is playing incredible. Yeah, I've got to do better. Our defense is playing fantastic. I've got to do better. No more, no more. But you've chosen not to. Has how do you feel like you've let anyone down? You know what? I'm gonna get in a film room tomorrow. I've just got to do better. Yeah, it's an open goal question, moving. isn't it? It really is. Well, exactly. So you you come into that press conference knowing they're gonna ask something similar. Like, is it like it, a, the, is... the choice to not say that 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 makes me cry crazy. Like you've made a decision. Yeah. Listen, ride the bench or fuck off. Like I, I've had, I've had enough. The problem with it is, you can't learn to not be a rich, entitled white boy. That's what it comes down to. There's facts there, bro. <laughs> the thing is, is you, like spent, a... you spent a second round pick. You spent, sorry, you spent a second overall pick on him. Yeah. So I, I get it that there's there's justification for. You've got to see what you've got. And I understand that. And I think Salah is, I, I can sort of understand why you stick with him. If you were three and seven, 
I totally understand why you stick with him and you see what you've got, but you're in with a realistic shot of making the playoffs. You surely you've got to go. Well, well, Salah, that's what I'm saying. Salah has said everything's on the table. Salah has been very, very clear. We are evaluating. That's what I think he's handled it so, so well. He's, he didn't throw him under the bus. As soon as he said that, he said, look, it's not just a quarterback. We've all got to do better. I've got to do better. Coach has got to do better. See, Zach, easy. (laughs) Just carry it nice and clean. But yeah, everything's up for evaluation. I won't make a decision until I've gone back to evaluating. I need to catch up. Like, just really, really well-mannered, well-balanced. And I, I agree with him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. So I we. It was a second, uh, a second overall pick. I was. I at one point I really liked Zach Wilson. Uh, and then he, they, he's misses cheating on him, and he banged her mum or something. And I liked him even more. And then he <laughs> came out and he's given us some shitty football. And is, it's is, like, is this a is this a like a a swagger thing? So if he's if he's if he wants to have the swagger on those saga cruises on the dance floor. Or wherever he's trying to pick up women, he's got to have that swagger in a press conference. Is it like it's just that that vibe to him? Like he's, I can't. You can can't appear no, weak because I've got no problem with a bit of personality. At it all. wasn't showing that though. He's just being just like he was being a dick. Football comes first. Football should come first. Like I say, if there's any, if we've got anything better in QB play, bench him. Let him sit. See what he's really about, and uh, you know, take game by game. Organization comes first. We've got a fantastic defense. I want us to win games. Keep an eye on who's taking those practice reps for the Jets this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they 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 have to change something. It might even be mid game if they if in the next week you could see could easily see that. Um, any any other. NFL business that we want to talk about before we look ahead. Um, nah, no. Uh, well, just to mention <laughs> of the um, the Cordero Patterson return and what that means for yeah, uh, yeah, a few returns there, but also the the greatness that was Devin Hester. I do like specials, man, and it is a very exciting part of of the game. Yeah, and the fact that it only happens rarely, I like. But Cordero Pratt is almost, he's, he almost like he belies your eyes. Like he doesn't look like he should be moving as fast or as elusively as he does every time he moves. Uh, but somehow he has a real knack for running 100 yards when there's 22 other men on the field. <laughs> is, I saw, I saw it just after a fumble as well. Yeah. The the weird thing with kick returning though is is often you're doing it when your team's down because your opponents literally just scored regardless unless it's the start of the game or after half time your opponent has literally has, has just scored some points so you quite often the momentum isn't with you so it it, it often feels like a it's a, it's a counter punch but then that's um, but then it's a, it can often be a massive momentum shift yeah yeah, yeah the fact that they just score and you go straight back and do that or on on the occasions with Cordero Patterson where it's a punt return you've you've had a massive stop and then you go and score straight away after it that's that's a huge swing um yeah I I because you see punt returns so rarely now I love it I think he's great he's he's this generation our generation only one for a touchdown this year I think punt returns do you know which game it was 
This one? No, the, the Patterson was a kick return. The, the Jets game. Kick return, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> open goal. Um, um, yeah. Who's 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 better, Patterson or Hester? Oh, Hester. I'm glad you I, said that. I, 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 argue with, think, I argue with someone on Twitter about this. I'm I only that. think we think Hester because Hester looks so much better returning the ball. He's also got but, more more collective yards for all returns. Um, the thing, the thing that. What Patterson has been able to do this year in the last couple of years is that he's been able to become a credible offensive weapon. Offensive player, well, yeah. yeah. He's only so done that recently. Good. And he, yeah, he's, been frustrated. he's been frustrated for many years because yeah, you sort Falcons. of expected to. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's actually played game. running back, slot receiver, wide receiver. He actually isn't, hasn't played one yeah. sort of sole position. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's, uh, yeah, he's been great the last couple of years and good for him. But I still think I would if I if I was picking my lifetime ever. We did this once, I think, didn't we? My lifetime yeah. ever position um, for returner. It. It, 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 it's Devin Hester. Did we get as far as kick returners? I'm not no, sure. No, I don't I know. We would have Cordero Patterson as kick returner, Devin Hester as punt returner. That's fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Who 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 will we have as long snapper? Who cares? All right. <laughs> Pat. That's long snapper. He's he's the best long snapper. <laughs> um, right. What are we doing? One sentence previews. Sounds oh, be- uh, before that, just a just a quick acknowledgement. I, I feel like I'm piling in on on you, Craig. Um, it's, <laughs> only by, it's only by accident. It's just timing. Today is the 10th anniversary of the butt fumble. There you go. Oh, excellent. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. Brilliant. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> they were good old days. That's, I think that's part of thinking that Hester is better than Patterson. It's because it's longer ago. And in my head, everything was better back then. I'll tell you what. I feel like I'd take 2009 Mark Sanchez over Zach Wilson all day Every long. single day. Definitely. All day long. Oh, my word. Yes. You take someone off the street over Zach Wilson at the minute. Yeah. You take Joe Flacco, but we may find out. Yeah. All right, one sentence previews. We have 16 games. We have no bye weeks. Weirdly, there's bye weeks again next week, but no bye weeks. It's Thanksgiving. We'll start with Buffalo at Detroit. Excited for this one. Think Detroit could play spoiler here as Bills try to right the ship and get that offense firing. This could be very entertaining. First time in 72 years that the first game on Thanksgiving actually seems I'm looking forward to it um, there's, that's definitely an official stat New York Giants at Dallas perfect matchup to fall asleep afterwards though after all that Thanksgiving food New England at Minnesota this one could go one of two ways a massive angry Vikings pummeling or a horrible 10-3 New England win oh, angry animal Vikings I reckon Cincinnati at Tennessee very tough game to call with the Bengals finding some form and the Titans showing some offensive signs of life. Could be a huge AFC matchup and potential game of the week contender. Denver at Carolina. The Long Snapper Podcast, worst game of the week, brought to you by Ginster's Pasties. Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Has it been 11 weeks already? Baltimore at Jacksonville. Could be a layup for the Ravens, but we said that last week, so anything's possible. Houston at Miami. 
30 plus point win for Miami. Chicago at New York Jets. Big game. Feels like the discussion we've just had. Big game for the Jets after a brutal loss last week. The Bears are a team they should beat. And we'll find out just how much mental scarring they have left over. Atlanta at Washington. Tough one to call here. Heineke at home has been more consistent than Marks on the road. Both teams have fundamental flaws. This one feels too tough to call. Not that it matters. Feels fun though, that game. LA Chargers at Arizona. The battle of the two nearly but not quite good enough for the playoff teams will be narrowly won by the Chargers. Las Vegas at Seattle. A game that the Hawks simply have to win to demonstrate any playoff credentials. LA Rams at Kansas City. Remember that 54-51 game from a few years ago? Well, one <laughs> of these teams is still capable of that. New Orleans at San Francisco. If last night's performance was anything to go by, Niners are finding their rhythm. But more importantly, finding a role for all these dynamic players. Tough matchup for anyone moving forward. Green Bay at Philadelphia. I expect the Eagles to move to 10 and 1, but will they look convincing on offense or continue to look questionable? And finally, Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Another shitter for Monday Night Football. <laughs> that brings us nicely onto this. The Long Snapper Podcast, worst game of the week. Brought to you by Ginster's Pasties. Well, is it Monday Night Football? Could be. Steelers at Colts. It doesn't, it's not one that I feel like staying up for. No, no, very low um, point total points betting as well. I think, in fact, I think the lowest, no, sorry, Broncos Panthers. Yeah, well, that that was the, literally, literally my one sentence preview. <laughs> 100% has to be that game. <laughs> I mean, there's there is always the you know, the um, the added tax that goes with being a primetime game. Um, yeah, and I do yeah. think that that will be yeah. an absolute shitter, but my God, Broncos Panthers, that is going to be dreadful. The it's weird, like the Thanksgiving games, as as we said, like Buffalo at Detroit feels like a good game this year. Um, yep. Giants at Cowboys, I've hated that matchup twice every year for about twenty years. Yet I actually want to watch that one, yep. um, despite my vow of falling asleep, and I probably will, but. And the, <laughs> even Patriots at Vikings, that feels like a... <laughs> the Vikings obviously should win and probably will, but uh, <laughs> as, as you said, Pat, uh, yeah, I don't know. So the traditionally Thanksgiving games, you'd think a Thanksgiving game would win the worst game of the week, but no. Not this time. Not no. this time. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's Broncos Panthers all day long, surely. Okay, let's, let's, let's go with that. Um for, for whatever this is worth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Steve Rains, anytime touchdown corner. And we have been going away from the betting on an anytime touchdown scorer in recent weeks in the hope that that might change the result. We got close. We got really close. Seven out of eight. The Lions let us down by beating the Giants. Of course they did. So actually the Giants let us down, really. No, I see it the other way. Um, you can't even. <laughs> the Giants Shock. letting us down is more expected than the Lions letting us down. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, so we're going to we're going to come up with we're just going to bet on the Thanksgiving games on Thursday and come up with a margin of victory for each. 
So this might be a bit tricky um, to probably similar odds when accumulated um, for the, the three games. So starting with Bills at Lions, we need to we need to either go. In fact, it would help if I had this to hand the exact the exact. I've got it to hand. Ranges. If you want Thank it. you, Pat. Oh yeah, I've got it. So yeah, so a team winning by one to six points, seven to twelve points, or thirteen plus, basically. Um, so not just picking a winner, but by how how many points. Um, I assume we're leading towards the Bills, Mark. You might not be. Um, yeah, I, I would say that we should we should win the game. I think it this is it should be much closer than I think I thought it would be five weeks ago. Um, I think for probably I would lean to seven to twelve point win. I certainly don't think it will be much more than that. Um, oh, that's exactly the, the, where my head was. I don't like I don't like agreeing with you like that. That's but. that's scary. Yeah, I think I think the lines are as as I said last week. It was. I've, in fact, I think I was the one who picked them against the Giants. I think that they're a really good side now, and their their defense is finding its feet. Hutchinson's starting to make some plays offensively, with Jamal Williams continuing to look really good. I think they're, I think they're a really strong side. Won three in a row. This this will be a tough game for the Bills, um, but I think the second half that we played still in in Detroit last week. Um, puts us like it was a step in the right direction so uh yeah I, I i think we'll win but i don't think it'll be certainly don't think it'll be one more than 13. craig disagree with any of that oh i just feel like the bills just don't quite have it at them there we go oh, what a shame that he shut up well, um, and i think it is the worst so... type of matchup oh i'm still here <laughs> <laughs> what a prick yeah, I don't. I just don't feel like the Bills have got it, man. Like, something just doesn't feel right, and I feel like Detroit are riding a bit of a crest of a wave. So I would actually probably go. What was it, Detroit? What was the point margin? Adam one, one to six, one to six, seven to twelve, or thirteen plus. Yeah, I like Detroit one to six, but it's oh, okay. got odds as well. So yeah, yeah Pat. Well, Pat, we might need. Uh... I went uh, Bills by 10, so I'm in the 7 to 12 category with you and Mark. That feels like a majority. I mean, it literally is a majority. This might end up being difficult with four um, going <laughs> forward, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Luckily, there's multiple things to choose from here rather than just two winners. So we might. Like, all we that need make, is that two. might make it worse. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, yes. We'll see if we get two. <laughs> all right. Bills 7 to 12. Then there's a con- nearly a consensus. Um, although Craig set himself up for looking incredibly smug when the Lions do win by between one and six points, <laughs> um, would be perfect, just like Mark was um, just then about the Lions Giants. Yeah. All right. Next up, Giants at Cowboys. So this feels. Uh, I mean, it, it, are we all in agreement that the Cowboys should win? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it. I'm really tempted to sort of go in deep here and by 13 plus, but I've watched enough football to know that seeing a side win convincingly means nothing when it's the following week or four days later. Yeah. Um, where are you at? I think it'll be narrow. I think one to six. 
Okay. Craig? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think that... I think Dallas should have more than enough. So, to be honest, I'm being conservative by saying 7 to 12. My heart probably feels... I'm going to go 13 plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. Um, I was sort of with Pat, um, one one to six Cowboys. Oh, I, I, so two of us are saying thirteen plus, two of us are saying one to six. So we should go <laughs> seven to twelve, right? That's how. <laughs> yeah, definitely right. <laughs> Logically, that makes sense. Cowboys between for by seven to twelve points. All right, and then Patriots at Vikings. It's in Minnesota, isn't it? I've not got that wrong. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. Uh, I'm looking yeah, at last in, week games. That yeah. won't help. Yes, it's in Minnesota. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I'm thinking a, a home win should be clearly the most likely they'll be favourite. I don't know. I don't know. I keep saying that the Pats are going to get nine wins somehow. and they, Every week it just doesn't look possible that they can get get a win, but they keep they're finding their way. They've found their way to a winning record so far. Uh, they they offensively obviously they, I mean, they moved the ball against the Jets but the Jets kept them out with with big splash plays um, but I think that they they're capable of moving moving the ball um, I, I think there there does seem to be a bit of me that I think the Vikings will come out as a kind of wounded animal sort of desperate to prove their worth offensively they're far better when they when they fire than the Patriots are. But Vikings I, I, in prime time, famously, infamously, famously they, they struggle. Yeah. yeah. Um, at home, I think narrow Vikings win. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd look quite like that, Craig. Yeah. yeah, I'm with that. What do you think, Pat? I'm, 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 I heard <laughs> towards Patriots by three. But that's negative me thinking. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to go with yours. I'm not convinced either way. All right. So say Vikings one to six. So that's Buffalo seven to twelve, Cowboys seven to twelve, and Vikings one to six. There you go. That's how a betting company is going to make some money from us this week. <laughs> okay, we just about got there. Any other business? Craig, should we start with you? You weren't here a week ago, or were you? I've lost track. I spoke to you more yeah. recently, but about other stuff. Yeah, like we did a different one. Uh, so I don't know what your guys' stance is in the home. Uh, my wife likes to make little covert videos of me and my son having what should only be described as family conversations. <laughs> Um, <laughs> where's this going <laughs> oh no uh, don't get dark or lewd just funny uh, <laughs> she was like so the other day um, she he was like I'll have a cup of tea and biscuits and the wife was like we ain't got no biscuits and he's like oh yeah wait here and when he went and pulled out some biscuits from his bag and, and I was like What's, what the hell's going on here? Now listen, my son treats food in this house like first come, first serve. He doesn't <laughs> see a pack of six and think there's two each. 
This is a pack of six, and it is whoever gets here first. <laughs> and Except he's stashing his own as well. Bear, bear, bear in mind that I have very limited things that I can have, right? And <coughs> the amount of time that he ever contributes to what is the family offering, i.e. he's gone and bought his own things, are so infrequent. How dare he? How dare he think he can have his own shit, but then my shit is our shit? No, no, no. It doesn't work like that, my friends. You own nothing yet. Okay? There's a personal message to my son. <laughs> it is mine. I'd, I'd be buying I'd loads of dairy stuff constantly. Like, then it's well, untouched. And exactly. But he actually bought rich teas. And it's not like I'm not even got a sweetest tooth. I literally wanted two biscuits. Go on to give me grief about it. Come off it, mate. You you own nothing. The cheek. <laughs> How old is he now? He's 13 going on 26. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> right. Um Pat. Two quick things. Um, I'm ignoring the World Cup, which is quite difficult. So if you see me not engaging with anything you tweet about it or whatever, that's not you. That's me ignoring the entire competition. Um, the other thing is a plea to cis admins all over the world. If you're going to have specific requirements on password updates can you tell us what they are because i had to do mine today and the one i wanted to use i got a message saying this doesn't meet the prerequisites for your password but it doesn't anywhere tell me what that is so i had to guess is it length is it special characters lower and uppercase i've already got numbers i've already got so help me to help you and just don't make me fucking guess and waste half my fucking work day half my work day it was five minutes but it annoyed my tits off yeah, then you're too distracted to get anything done for two hours. I've been, I yeah. absolutely relate to that. I've had it where it you get a thing and it specifies the rules on the screen where you set the password up. Uh, it has to be at least eight characters. It has to contain capital, lowercase, a, a symbol, and a number. All of that, and it takes you through, and it can't have sequences of whatever, and it still won't accept it. I've just, I followed all the rules that are on the screen, and then there's other hidden rules that it won't tell you. Buying a house with the missus was very much like that. <laughs> I've never understood why companies put rules on passwords. Why why they predetermine that you have to have a password, especially of a certain length, because you're literally making the life of all the your passwords easy. are go bills, aren't they? All of them. No, you're literally making the life of the hacker easier by they know exactly what the minimum number of characters that password has to be. You've just taken out a million combinations that they would have had to try first in order to hack that password. It's it's laughable that organizations do it in the in the the idea that it makes it more secure. It doesn't, Bro, it actually I makes it easier. I, I I disagree because had it not been the case, my password would be Erwin ninety two every single time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may be not not secure, but 
Um, use a capital yeah. I. Or, or use a one <laughs> instead of one of the I's. In the... Then it's fine. Just, you know, like three phrases, three, three random words put together is the most secure password you'll ever have. You don't need anything else. Erwin, Giggs, Ronaldo. That would work. You would never hack it. And as an added bonus, it'd give you a nice place to go on holiday if you go to the right website as well. <laughs> um, Mark? Speaking of Erwin, Giggs and Ronaldo, um, it's obviously been... You a... can't... Not again. Not again. It's, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about him. Um, but it's obviously been a, dr- a dramatic few days to be a United fan. But I was... Uh, I was enthused by the news that's come through during recording that Manchester United is is officially for sale um they've the glazers have announced an intention to l- do something strategically um which includes the possibility of selling the football club can cristiano ronaldo afford it <laughs> nope what a twist um, that would be <laughs> even he <laughs> even he doesn't have the billions needed to do that <laughs> Um, he, he will after he gets his payoff for unfair dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, well he's he's gone. If you haven't seen it, um, we don't need to worry about Ronaldo anymore. He's like a mutual termination of contract, so that's great. Um, and you know, as as Craig alluded to, let's give it a few years for the dust to settle, and then we can remember how how amazing and a player that he was. But the bigger news is that the Glazers have officially announced an intention to sell the football club and hopefully this means that we can bring in an owner that gives a shit cares about actually investing some of their own money into the club rather than just lading it with billions of pounds worth of debt and um, developing the stadium developing the training facilities and developing the, the playing squad putting in a management structure that knows about football and gives a shit about football um, and it goes back to being a football club rather than just something to line American millionaires' pockets. Fuck the Glazers, and thank Christ that this is finally happening. Don't um, speak too soon, man. Don't speak too soon. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of further steps. There's, there's a lot of steps, happen. but this is by far the fact that the club have announced that it is effectively for sale. Is, well, open to sale. They're open, yeah, they're with, yeah, well, they've they have not said anything of anything nearly of that type before. Um, the fact that there's official statements, um, there's there's rumours already circulating that they've announced this because actually the club has been for sale for months, and they've got potentially buyers that are interested. Dan Schneider. Um, Oh, you're just thinking of possible a few options for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Elon Musk didn't he? Didn't he say about it? I've sacked everybody. Sacked a lot of them. Why couldn't we get that Robert and Ryan? They look like they've done a good job at Wrexham. I'd have Robert and Ryan. I'm not sure yeah. they've got the billions. But, I don't think uh, they've got the cash. So yeah. That's why they bought Wrexham instead of Man United. I think. Say <laughs> love me. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's funny how all the Americans are pulling out of. Um, pulling out of football at the moment when now that there's not going to be a super league anymore to line their pockets fuck them let's get in um let's get in you know someone who actually gives a shit about the club yeah. i'm gonna take this a very different direction and i don't care what 
how pathetic an individual this makes me look. Um, have, my, you, have, you, have you shopped someone else for smoking to their employer? I have not. <laughs> that damage is already done in any case. It's not. That damage <laughs> wasn't done. Um, the, my, my kids watch I'm a Celebrity every year, and it largely happens with me out of the room. Um, but this year, I've just found myself staring at it a little bit, got into it a bit, been enjoying it. It's very, very lowbrow, mindless TV, um, but it's quite entertaining. <laughs> um, you've got the you've got the added weirdness of our former health secretary hour. Well, the the former health secretary Matt Hancock being in there, which creates this interesting dynamic of 11 other people that clearly hate him yet <laughs> can't behave outwardly like that because it would then be them that look like the dick. Um, so they've got, they've got to be polite and which makes for some quite entertaining stuff. Um, but like the, the, just, I don't know the, the format of it and it, it's all, it's, it just it makes itself a bit like a bit like this podcast and um, like you just you you churn out the format and it it's entertaining and it works and i've just been quite enjoying it that was all um judge away it's not for me but um yeah it's <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> that's that's what i wanted i just i can't i can't get into programs where you have to invest like an hour or two every day for a certain period of time. Oh, I haven't, just, I haven't seen, I haven't done it every day. Like it, it's, do you it. don't, you, you don't, it's not like you fall behind with the plot. Like you're all right. You can miss an episode and you're okay. Okay. That's fine. Right then. Um, then I'll watch it. Brilliant. I can't, I can't uh, watch programs where they actively platform cunts. <laughs> 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 Hell yes. Leave it there. That's enough. That will do. <laughs> Let's get out of it. All right. Fine. Good idea. Um, yeah, there you go. Job done. Another week. Happy Thanksgiving if, you, if you're into that sort of thing. If not, have a good Thursday. Go well. from being on the program to try and fix his image what did yeah. he say well, he's not going to oh, manage that is it's he? a very it's a very difficult task to share your message as a fuck off you know how to share your message do your job you prick had you <laughs> mm-hmm. done your job as an ep we'd all know who you are but we saw you grabbing batty and doing what you wanted <laughs> instead of running the fucking country you clown <laughs>